0: Okay, let's pray. Thank you, Jesus, for the opportunity that I'm going to share the word and open the eyes and spiritual eyes and hearts that to receive the word in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Now, this message uh, last week I um, shared in the Turkish service, and uh, some people came up to me and said that I need to share this in the Turkish service. So I'm here to share in English, not Turkish, and then in French, not French, but English. (laughs) I wish I know French. (laughs) It it sounds like hard to me. (laughs) Um, the, The title of my message is, Permanent Deliverance from Darkness. Amen? It's very important First, I'm going to start with my own testimony. We immigrated to America about 30 years ago, and we were Muslims. I wasn't a practicing Muslim. I was not. But he was. And the children obviously grow up in the environment. uh, But, you know, they... They get some in school and um, because because I didn't practice anything, and my heart was empty, and I didn't know how to feel it. I didn't know what to put in. You know, if I like, maybe I should say, like Islam or Muslim faith, you know, I would read it, in the Quran, or you know, follow something, but I wasn't interested in that either. So my heart was really empty, and I didn't know what to do. And I was running here and there and doing stupid things and <laughs> working so hard and um, so it's really important that you need to find something to, uh, to touch your heart and, and your soul you know, also. So um, our son, Pastor Cory, most of you know, uh, he was in Texas and then he became Christian. And then he called me and told me that he goes to church And this and that. I said, oh, good. And um, he um, shared with his daddy, and obviously, Pastor Hamdi didn't like it. (laughs) But he said, you're a grown up, it's okay, you know, you choose your own way, and this and that. But he started sharing the miracles of Jesus every night, calling me and reading from the Bible. And mommy, look, this is what Jesus did. This is what Jesus did. On the cross, this is what happened. And I'm saying, yeah, 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 you know. It's just what, what can you do? But God has a, already a plan for us. We were in America 15 years, and no one shared the gospel with us. Even though he worked very close, um, big mega church, with the Bible school, but no one came and shared. and I had some clients uh, no one saying anything to me either. anyways, um, during that time, a friend of mine uh, who is our accountant invited me to church that she heard that pastor you know our son became Christian, so And um, so I went, and I went, (laughs) and I went. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, every time I go, obviously Pastor Hamdi was upset (laughs) and was saying that why, you know, I was going to church and and asking me how he dresses and, you know. (laughs) That's what you see on the movies, you know, and the the churches. And I said, look, it's just like you, you know, dress up like you, nothing different. Uh, and then I said, the word is sharing, is is very um, very natural, very obviously. I don't know what to, how to put the things together at that time. I said, I mean, it's it's really. You know, preaching from our daily for our daily life. You know, <laughs> and um, so close to Christmas, um, they they said uh, that there's going to be a party, you know, Christmas party. I said, Oh, really? I'll I'll make some Turkish food and I'll come. And our daughter came home uh, from school for the short holiday, Christmas holiday, and we invited my husband to the party too. I said, well, come and see what, you know, at least meet the people, mostly elderly people. But (laughs) I said, come see and meet them. And he said okay, and he came. He was just like observing everybody, <laughs> and looking. And then you know, my my daughter is so open. She got up and started even organizing the tables and everything. And then they said uh, next day was going to be a uh, candlelight prayer. I said, what is candlelight prayer? You know. <laughs> And they said, if you don't believe in Jesus, it means nothing to you. And they called the pastor. Well, l- l- told him to explain it to me. And it's a Baptist church anyway. So, and um, he came and he said, I said, what's what's uh, uh, the candlelight prayer? And he said the same thing. He said, but. You're coming to church, and aren't you ready? I said, ready for what? I mean, what, what should I do? And then he said, well, pray after me. Okay. And I prayed after him, crying. I mean, just crying. And then he's looking and asking my daughter why I'm crying, you know. <laughs> and then... Um, and then, obviously, my daughter says, well, you ask her. <laughs> you <know? laughs> so, that time was a turning point for me. Amen. Amen? But I didn't know anything. I kept going to church, and I took him with me also. Um, so, I'm going to make it short. Uh, he, I, I came to Turkey right after that, and then... Some things happen, and then he, his testimony is so different and so, you know, it's so touchy. But it was like two months later, he received Jesus. Received Jesus, Holy Spirit, everything, same day, same night, same night, same night. night. So it's very spiritual. Mine wasn't like that, so... (laughs) But <laughs> I wish. But it wasn't. Anyways, it was a Baptist church. Maybe it wouldn't be like that way, but he was home and then that's how God touched him and then he started changing and everything started changing in our lives. Now this is very important that you receive something is going to touch your heart. Amen? And um, when it touches to your heart, and the change starts, and when the change starts, (laughs) Pastor was always laughing because I, I'm sure something, same thing happened to you too. And um, when the change starts first with you, when you change your attitude, your Your everything changes, but it's slowly, it doesn't come just like that, you know, it's not a miracle change overnight, it's a process. Now, I'm going to share five points with you that is um, very important and... um, what we should do uh, and to make the change and receive Jesus also. The first one is confession. What is that? That means that you have to face with your sin. You have to recognize your sin. When you recognize your sin... That means that you want to change, and there's something is go- going to happen in your life, in your heart, everything. Amen. Confession is accept- accepting your sin, facing your sin, and if you don't accept it, you will continue doing the same thing over and over. Amen. That, that's very important. You know, you cannot sweep it under the bed or under the rug yeah. because God sees it. Yeah. You can cover from other people because they don't see it, mm. but everything God sees behind closed doors. Amen. So we cannot keep things, our sin, behind closed doors. We have to sh- confess and then, uh, you know, Bible says uh, James five sixteen says confess your sins with each other. Obviously, you don't go door to door. Here, <laughs> this is what I did. What do you think? <laughs> knock every door or knock every friend and call every friend. Okay, what am I gonna do? This is my sin. It doesn't work that way. You're gonna go to God ask God's help and your spiritual leader your pastor or whoever is your spiritual leader you can go and ask your spiritual leader to help you amen that's very important because if you don't confess and if you don't get help it's going to stay that there it's not going to help you amen So we have to confess and then uh, share share with, with pastor and ask pastor's help. Because deliverance comes when you stop what you're doing and going to the right way. Now, if you're going this way, what you have been doing, What are you gonna do? You're gonna turn around, totally opposite way, and you're gonna go to the right way, amen? Because this is, first of all, you have to find out the right way, amen? And what is right for you? And then you have to go to the right way, not the old way, because the old way is behind us. It's in the past. You cannot keep bringing the past in front of you, or you cannot carry the past on your shoulders. Amen? That's very important. This is for everybody. If you keep bringing, you know, is God asking you, you have done this in the past. You have done that in the past. Is God doing that to you? No. No. He cleaned it, cleansed it, washed it. And forget it, and we have to do the same thing. We have to accept it, confess it, and forget it. Amen. If you keep bringing the past, you can never get out of past, and it's a big uh, bag, filthy bag on your shoulders. Amen. We have to leave that filthy bag behind us amen? amen that's important now the Lord is coming so coming back so soon so we have to be really ready for that amen, amen. and um, the second one is repentance first confession second, Repentance. What is repentance? Let's not uh, mix it up with confession. Confession is different. Different repentance is different. Repentance means you say it to God and accept God into your heart. Amen? Amen. So confession is not repentance. When you repent, when you repent, you will be converted totally, and you have to keep that conversion all your life. Do not let that disappear or go away from you. Amen. Amen. Acts um, chapter nineteen. eighteen nineteen. Many of those who believed now came and openly confessed that they what they had done. A number who had practiced sorcery brought their scrolls together and burned them publicly. When they calculated the value of the scrolls, the total came fifty thousand dramas. It's it's a lot of money at that time. Now When they confessed, they brought up everything to the elders, and then they they repent. I'll tell you a story. Some years ago, a lady, uh, a Turkish lady, uh, came to Christ, and then um, she invited us to her house, and she lives very far, with another friend, And then she was into everything, New Age, this and that. I mean, she had bags and bags of books that she took to read about those what she had believed in the past. She said, I put these all in the bag and I'm going to put it in the garbage can. I said, don't put it in the garbage can. Someone can take it and read it. And then that means that we're poisoning somebody else. Yeah. Amen? I said, let's burn it. Mm-hmm. She said, burn yes. We took it outside to the street and we burned all those books. They're gone. They're ashes. Amen. Because if someone takes it as yeah. books will be interested in reading and then their minds will is gonna be changed. So we didn't allow that. Amen? So, um, the same thing happened and uh, in the book of Acts, you know, when the first church started and everything was so strong, and it has to be strong now also. I, amen? Amen. Matthew 25. It's... Um, it's a, it's a parable of uh, ten virgins. Most of you know what the ten virgins did. Five of them were very wise, smart, and they had their lamps, lamps filled with oil. And the other five lack of oil, so their lamps were not burning. What does that mean, that burning light? I mean, burning lamp. It's the light. When Jesus comes back, he's going to look for who has the light and who doesn't have a light. Amen? So we have to carry the light so when he comes back, he is going to look for who is good and who is not. Amen. So it's very important that we have to be in the light all the time. We cannot be in the dark. I mean, darkness and light don't go together. Amen. It's like water and oil. Put them together, what happens? The oil comes to the surface. Mm -hmm. Never, you can never, as long as you shake it, never can mix it. So we have to be the oil. We have to be the light. Amen. Amen. It represents Jesus, oil and light. Amen. So the other foolish ones asked the wise girls, can you give us some oil? No. They went to get oil and Mr opportunity so we're not going to have that miss that opportunity amen, amen. and the same uh, chapter 31 when the son of man comes in his glory all the angels with him will sit in on his glorious throne all the nations will be gathered w- before him, and he will separate the people from one another. The right is the sheep, the left, no, the left, well, to, to, to me, <laughs> the right is the sheep and the left is the goat. So when he separates, he says to the goat, "I don't know you. I don't know you. So you go this way. What is that way? Hell. There's hell and there's heaven. I'm sure you believe in that. Amen. So you go. But the, what the shepherd, uh, what the sheep do?" When he he will say to those on his left, depart from me, you are cursed into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. I was stranger and you did not invite me in. What does that mean? You invite him to your heart, amen, to your life. And then turns to the other side, to the sheep, and says, Go away to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. So the right goes to eternal life, and the other one goes to eternal hell. So we have to be um, careful. We have to be ready, and um, we don't want to be cursed. We ha- we want to be blessed, amen. amen. You know today's songs were so good. You know breaking chains, and uh, and uh, what else is that the other one was. Um, uh, He's a good father. There was one, anyways. I can f- remember that. So now, think about two uh, ox. You know, when they when they are farming, the farmers two ox goes pulls the the cart. Uh, to do the farm. what What's it called? To plow the car, uh, farm. What do they have on their necks? They have yoke. Why? To go together. They're attached to each other and they have to go to the right direction. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. So we have no... No, no, get together with unequally yoked people. There's no way. Do not come to us and say, I'm going to marry this buddy. He's not Christian. I'm going to marry that buddy. She is not Christian. No way. Forget that. That doesn't work. Because it's not equally yoked. Yeah. Amen? We have, over the years, you know, we have been in this church 22 years. We started this church with Pastor Corey and Rose. We have seen many, 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 many that got married with unbelievers, and they're not here today. They're not. Why? Because they're pulled out of church. I don't know if they go to another church or not, but they are not here. Amen? So it's very important to stay with equally yoked people. Amen? So if you don't if you don't get yoked with Jesus, Jesus goes this way and then you're gonna go that way. <laughs> He will try to pull you, (laughs) but you're going to say, well, there's something here. No, there's nothing there. Amen? So it's, and you have to be careful your daily life, what you're doing. If someone sees you, I have a very, um, Pastor Corey always says, you know, if... um, if I go to, a, like, let's see, walking on the street on Istiklal Cadde, and then he needed to use the bathroom. He goes to a bar. While he is going to a bar, just to use the bathroom, and someone from the church sees him. Is he going to think that he's just using the restroom or going to the bar? <laughs> Amen? So, impression, Important. <laughs> What kind of impression do we give to the other people, yeah. right? Yeah. So we, we do not let other people think about that we're doing this or doing that. We have to have a good life with Jesus. Amen? Amen. Can I drink some water? So we have to be with the equally yoked people. We have to get, we had, um, when we were in, um, you know, before we became Christians, we had some group of friends that we were getting together and, you know, eating, drinking, and that kind of stuff. Then we, and it was fun, amen. World is fun. That's what you know. That's what they think. That's what we were thinking. World is fun, but there's fun in the, in in Jesus also. You know what David said in the Psalms, uh, chapter one. He danced before the Lord. Amen. He rejoice before the Lord. So we <clears throat> we became Christian and then we told them that we changed our belief. they didn't have any belief anyway so <clears throat> but when you say something immediately they say, oh I'm Muslim okay do you do what do you do if you're a Muslim you know do you bring all the duties that Muslim uh, Islam tells you? no but it comes that they're Muslim. So, a few times we went to dinner, obviously we're not drinking anymore, we're not laughing the jokes that they make, and we weren't fun anymore. And they stopped inviting us. (laughs) Which is fine, you know? Uh, Because the more you walk with Jesus, the more you try to become like him, and um, you don't like the worldly things anymore, because they don't touch you anymore. They don't... uh, because you started changing. You change your lifestyle, you change your eating, drinking, whatever, your fun is different. And uh, so we said, fine, it's okay. You know, we don't, we didn't miss anything, anyway. So yeah. <laughs> it was fine with uh, with us. So that's what the world does, and Satan tries to pull you out. Amen. So we have to be careful. Now the third thing is. <clears throat> Stay totally free. Stay totally free. What does that mean? You're not going to do what you have been doing and try to live godly, think godly, say godly words and everything. Amen? We have to change our thinking Romans uh, chapter 12 one says, you know, we have to change our minds. It doesn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. I understand that, but there's a process, but it's possible. Amen? Amen? Let's see. Let's see, this is, this is not a, or let's say it's pure, right? and I started putting tea dark tea started pouring tea I keep pouring and pouring and pouring and it's going to overflow overflow and this bottle is going to become the tea color and it's going to lose its purity amen or vice versa if it's dark you pour water and it's gonna become pure. That's what, how we are. That's what we should be doing, Mm -hmm. you know? The more you pour God's word, study God's word, this thinking is going to change. Amen? Amen? And then you're gonna start thinking God's way, not the world's way. Don't we do sometimes? We do, we do, but as soon as you realize, you can change it. You can change yourself, amen? Because you go to work in the world, you walk on the street worldly, you go to metro, everybody is worldly. You know, the other day, first time we took metro, it was so crowded. We were standing and all the young, People, kids sitting and everybody is looking at their phones. So what do you say? Get up and I'll sit? We didn't. Twenty minutes we we were standing till to the you know last stop. No one gave us their seats. But if if it was you know, in old days, I would have gone and said, well, can you get up, I'll sit. But this is what I'm saying, you know, we're in the, we live in the worldly system, but we're not of the world, amen? amen? We, we have to be careful what we're thinking, what we're saying, all our uh, conversations should be full of faith. Amen? Amen? No doubt. Amen. No doubt at all. Yep. It has to be full of faith. Mm-hmm. Because faith works in our lives. Without, w- wor- uh, without faith, there's no work. No. Amen? So we have to be careful. And um, in the world, but not in the world. Amen? So we don't go with them. The anointing, and uh, did I say number four? No. No. Number four is the Word of God. Well, I keep saying that, but I didn't give the title. Anyways, the the fourth is Word of God. What does that mean? The Word of God. When the more we study the Word, the more we change. Amen. Amen. Because. Um, If you don't know the word, how are you going to change yourself? And if, it, if you come with a um, situation, what are you going to do? You know, how are you going to, If let's say if you don't know the word, but someone comes and asks you a question about your faith. If you don't know, you're not going to be able to answer it. Amen, because it's, um, it's very important because they were gonna s- start um, arguing with you. If you don't know, you're not gonna be able to answer, amen. We have, I mean, we have seen a lot of those, asking questions and asking prayers and if you don't know, you can't help them. Amen? It's very important. And um, Ephesians chapter 6, 10 says, put the armor of God for protection. You, you see many motorcycle you know, people that using motorcycles, mm-hmm. especially for delivery. They... What do they put on their head? Helmet. Helmet, To protect their head. We have to do the same thing to protect our minds, our thinkings. Amen? Amen? So, there might be some thinkings or, you know, something will come up to your mind and you will be able to Resist to that. So if you put the helmet, mm-hmm. you're protected. And what do, what do you put on your uh, breast? Yes. Breast plate. What is that for? For our heart. Yes. To protect our heart. Because what is in your heart comes out of your mouth. Yes. Amen? If you have a filthy heart, filthy things will come out of your heart. Ho- mouth. Amen? So we have to be change our thinking and protect our thinking and change our heart and protect our heart. Now I'll show you this. Think about three-legged table or chair. Three-legged chair won't work. Table. Okay, one is your spirit, the other is your flesh and mind. Now your spirit is full with Holy Spirit, right? Yeah. When you accept Jesus, this is where the where Jesus, the Holy Spirit, lives. But if these two things are not right, are filthy, the thinking, the the whatever the heart everything what is going to happen these two things go somewhere mm. but this will go with them yeah. you cannot separate your soul from your body yeah. we'll do that when we die mm-hmm. but now they go together yeah. if these two things do bad things is is the soul grieve yeah. yes It's going to grieve and, but it has to go. So we do not have to make our soul sad. So those two things will go to the right place, right thinking, going to the right place. What are we going to, if we have, if, if we think that our eyes are looking bad things, we're going to cover our eyes if we think bad things we're going to cover our head our mind change change amen because it, this is dangerous and these two dangerous and this is dangerous watch what you're looking watch what you're hearing and watch what you're saying amen very important I hope I didn't put you to sleep because I'm not that like boom, boom, (laughs) boom, boom. boom. (laughs) (laughs) It's teaching, amen? (laughs) You need the teaching sometimes. (laughs) So we have to change all our directions, our eyes, our feet, Our thinking, our ears, everything needs to change totally and go the right direction. Number five, know your authority. Amen? Amen. Amen. If you know your authority, you will cast anything. But the authority starts with you. You have to practice that authority that Jesus gave us. We have to practice on ourselves first. If a thinking comes, go away in Jesus' name. If sickness comes, go away in Jesus' name. You know, you're going to lay hands on every part of your body if you have sickness, and you're going to start casting those, whatever it is. Amen? Yeah. <laughs> because if you don't practice, you're not going to be able to do anything to the other people. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. You're not going to know what to do. Jesus said, t- told us to cast the demons out. Yeah. He gave all the authority he had yeah. and delivered to us. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. So if he does... And if he has all the authority and he lives in us, then authority is in us. Amen? So we have to be practicing the authority. And um, the more we practice, the more we will be able to do it. If someone comes and, you know, has demons, what are you going to do? Watch it? Or cast out the demon out of that person. Amen? Amen. So we have to be ready. One time um, a homeless came here. Someone brought it, I think. It was a big man. He was a big, tall man. And he started talking that he has demons that possess. He was really possessed. I mean, really. He had cuts everywhere on his body because the the demon says, "Cut, cut yourself." He cuts it. Everything. And then, so Pastor Corey was here. We this was some, some years ago, right? And everybody is. We were hardly holding him. I mean, he was just like, <laughs> manifesting. You know, it's just everybody was like. Were you here at that time? You don't. You don't know. Okay. So, this is homeless. He started speaking English. Demons can know anything yeah. of the world, right? And it t- telling to Pastor Corey. When oh, I know you, that. Oh, like, I mean, manif- really manifesting. I mean, many people were like holding him. I mean, he was kind of delivered because he was really bad. And then uh, we told him what to do if that kind of thoughts came, comes and, and So he was walking that night, and then the demon was coming. And then uh, he said, Go away. I mean that's all he said. And they disappeared. So we don't know what happened. We put him in a hotel for a few days and then he disappeared anyway. So we don't know what happened to him. But if we know what to do, we could cast anything. Amen. We could be delivered the people and first deliver ourselves. (laughs) Amen. Amen. (laughs) Not that we have full of demons, but we have full of sin and everything. Amen. So we cannot carry the past on our shoulders. Amen. Amen. So he has given the authority to overcome all the power of the enemy. Amen. And uh, I'm not going to read it but you can uh, Mark 16:17 and 18 says, Jesus in Jesus name we have given all the power to cast out demons. Amen. Amen. So what was the five things? Confession, Confession. Repent. Repent. repent, stay totally free, the, study the word, know your authority. Amen.